Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. How are you, Hector? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I'm good, actually. Uh, I have recently not been good, which is why we didn't have the uh, episode last week. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have an episode last week, and uh, and James and I had to hold down a New Year's Eve gig without you, which oh was God, uh, yeah. incredibly awkward, to say the least. Well, and uh, But shout out to uh, to Sally. Yeah. Um, uh, she um, she absolutely came in and saved a day, man. She swooped in with her mandolin and set up and was just going to do a couple of songs and ended up doing like two whole sets with us. So. Sounds like a song. Swooped in with a mandolin. Yeah, dude. Yeah, she was, yeah. She was, she, it was awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. For those that don't know her, uh, Sally Fox, uh, Fox and Foes. So she, uh, yeah, man, she came in and just killed it and people loved it. So. Yeah, it's so awesome. So, so you're out and she's in the Killbillies <laughs> now. So. Well, you know, she is prettier than me. And she's all, you know, I, I don't have one of those amazing <clears throat> mandolins either. So she like, said uh, she said it was a little bittersweet because it was her lifelong dream to play with Killbillies, but then you weren't there. So, uh, well, we'll make it happen, <laughs> Sally. If you're listening to this, we'll sort it out. We will get it and make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, I've had the uh, the, uh, the you may crud. have heard of it, the, the crud, the novel coronavirus COVID nineteen. I'm sorry, what is that? <laughs> is that new? So, yeah. Anyway, it's just passed over now. Thank God for that. And uh, yeah, back in the game. But um, yeah, so this week. Um, we have Tasty Vibrations. We have Sean, Max, and Bobby from Tasty Vibrations. How's it going, guys? What's, What's going on, up? bro? How you doing? How you doing? Yeah, it's good. Uh, thanks for coming. Um, uh, I, I've been admiring you guys online from afar, and uh, so it's nice to finally meet you. Nice to meet you. Pleasure. Not in a pleasure. creepy way. Pleasure. Pleasure. <laughs> I'd say it's pretty creepy. Well, a little bit creepy. It's, it's like, like we already know each other. It's like though, seven right? out of ten creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make that a ten. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, you guys are a, a, kind of like a funky, reggae, jammy kind of a band. It's good stuff. I've been checking it out and listening to um, the stuff that's on the Spotify there. Um, and so what we do on this podcast is we just sort of go and look at you guys' past and your motivations and stuff like that. And, um, and uh, the first question I always ask is, uh, why did you start playing music? What was the situation you were in when, um, you know, like, did your parents listen to music, stuff like that? And um, yeah, I'm going to start with Sean. Uh, for me, uh, I don't know. I, my grandfather played music. He played piano and uh, guitar. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I picked up uke when I was in like sixth grade and right. I really just liked playing and then a couple artists in particular like made me realize that I could probably do it for a living or at least give it a shot. True, Dub yeah. Effects was one of them. Okay. His, oh, yeah. his looping yeah. in the street. I yeah. was like, damn, he's like doing it. And he's, he's just crazy stupid gnarly. with the looping, man. Yeah, it's amazing. Gnarly. That and Stick Figure too because he, he made everything on his own in his, in his like closet. Yeah. So I was like, damn, if he could do that, I could probably do it. That's yeah, cool. Awesome. You know, but then I ended up meeting Max. Oh, awesome. Yeah. How long have you guys been a band? If it's just the three of us, about five years. If it's like okay. the actual full band, probably like three years. All right. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, um, yeah, what about you, Max? How did you uh, find yourself uh, playing music? Do you have a like, musical family? I have an uncle that plays guitar. So right. So it was one of those things where it was always at his house when I went over there. And okay. He ended up buying me one for Christmas. And then oh, gotcha. That, it was nice. My uncle was very... Uh, important to me ending up playing music my uncle is a folk musician played bagpipes and um he always used to come around on like christmas and easter and stuff like that with his bagpipes i actually got some bagpipes for christmas really yeah they're crazy. That's fucking awesome. i haven't managed to make them work yet they it sounds literally it sounds like i'm beating a badge <laughs> to death right now. <laughs> <laughs> it, t- it takes a lot yeah, yeah. Right here. we have a buddy who knows how to play them it's intense those things are intense man. yeah totally yeah. bagpipe lessons man i know i'm gonna have to i got it out and i was like i can figure this out i play the saxophone nope no nope. at all yeah well i, wish. I mean it just because it's like even tuning it is is like you have to get the bag all pumped up and you have to be going to be able to hear if it's out of tune or not. So then once it's going, how do you tune it? It's Oh, my God, it's a nightmare. Man. <laughs> I didn't realize you had to tune. I figured it would be like a, like a flute or yeah. something where you just play it. Well, there's four separate um, reeds. It's got the one in the chanter uh, with the things, and then each one of the pipes has its own reed. Holy, Holy crap. Yeah, our buddy yeah, Carrie yeah. plays it, and he's pretty, pretty good. And he even says he gets out of breath, and he <laughs> plays flute. Yeah, sax, trumpet, and it's 
He said it's it's tedious to say that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. realize it had that many reads and everything. I'm going to get going on it though because with Killbillies, it would just be great if I could whip out the bag. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I like the kilt. Kilt. Gnarly. I, you get I, the kilt I could too. get one. <laughs> you got to get start one. Start calling yourselves <laughs> Killbillies. Killbillies. Oh yeah, but yeah, uh, um, Max. What were your um, what were the kind of bands and stuff you were listening to when you first started? Uh, when I first started playing guitar, it was a lot of like Nirvana and like yes. a lot of like the '90s grunge stuff, Soundgarden. Yeah, but then it got into like Zeppelin and Hendrix and all the other classic rock, Grateful Dead, All Them Brothers. Yeah, okay, cool. So <laughs> okay. all the stuff my uncle also pretty much listened to. So gotcha. The standard fare. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. That's cool. Um, what about you, Bobby? How did you find yourself playing music? Um, so I was always around music when I was a kid. My dad was a, a single father, and I was lucky enough to where he... So before, like, those big Sony surround sound systems that you have, like, eight speakers in your living room, yeah. he had these giant speakers and a record player that he would play nonstop in the house, constantly. <laughs> Queen, Beatles, cool. uh, Beach Boys. Nice. Yeah. He loved Beach Boys, but yeah, Beatles man. mostly. And um, around... 12 or 13, I finally decided because I was in middle school band and I finally wanted a drum set I always played snare and crashed the cymbals, being awkward as hell in band class. Uh, he got me a drum set because he wanted drums. He played drums when he was younger, but he wasn't that good. Okay. And I surpassed him within like the first year of playing right. because I just stuck to it like glue. I, yeah. When I, Instead of playing my Game Boy after school, all I can think about is getting home to play drums. So I would turn on that speaker system yeah. that he had when he got the Sony surround sound system. I got those giant 15-inch subwoofers with the record player, and I would just put on Beatles and just jam and try to like cool. so imitate vinyl, Ringo. Just jamming along to vinyl? Yes, That's and dope. these giant speakers in this little tiny like... 12 by 12 room which is like a closet yeah, yeah twin bed and a drum set that's all i had in my room your neighbors must have up. loved you oh they absolutely <laughs> but i got lucky to where because my dad was a single father i had from 245 when i got out of school to about 530 to where i could do whatever that i wanted right whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. i wanted i forgot i'm allowed to curse yeah absolutely so <laughs> th those were my my drumming hours and then when he got home tone it down maybe he would play a little bit but yeah right Thanks to my father, I'm I'm a drummer now. That's That's cool. And thanks to Max as well, because I fell out of drums for a while. And uh, when I started playing Cajon with these guys, because I begged to be in the band because they were a duo, right. he, brought, he bought me my second ever drum set, and then oh, I kind of relearned the drums from there. Nice. So. How old are you guys, like, roughly? I'm 26. 31. Okay. 31. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah so yeah. my son... My son uh, uh, my situation with my son as far as um as far as buying you know instruments and stuff is a lot like you know your dad buying the drums but my my son is like on to me about it now so so he plays me he'll he'll come in he'll be like man check out this cool guitar or whatever and like he'll like start talking <laughs> to me about it and i'm like up with it. damn that's a pretty badass <laughs> guitar and i'll <laughs> buy it for him Smart mostly dude. because i want to play yeah. it you know so yeah it so works on between dad. the two of it us works. between the two of us we have so many instruments it's stupid <laughs> you can be my dad if you want. <laughs> <laughs> i've been wanting a couple things a couple k customs right, for the right? kit yeah sure man <laughs> thanks thanks dad i know it, it works on dads for sure <laughs> i remember i remember being a kid and and, and being <clears throat> yeah that's you just got to start talking about it and so you just make dads sure, get curious yeah if your dad if you get your dad interested in what it is that you want then yeah. then they'll get it because they want it exactly <laughs> it's just the way it is that's hilarious um so how long have you guys all known each other like are you sort of friends from way back um you want me to answer if you want so um i work at a restaurant called tijuana flats i'm in the pompano location <laughs> and uh Sean was working at us. He still works at the same surf shop, but they is, changed locations. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. But no, you're good. Did, did you guys? Are you guys are going through a remodel right now. Um, Pompano, we might change locations, but I think we're supposed to keep down the Lolo. I don't know if I'm supposed to tell anybody that. I don't know if oh. it was. If it was, I, mean, well, I thought it was Pompano, but I just did a mural at uh, at a Tijuana Flats down that way. Oh, okay, which do you? You don't I, know which I location thought, is? I thought it was off Pompano, uh, Hillsborough, and Deerfield. Deerfield. Okay. I know. I know that mural. Wow. The the one that with the big. Have you done murals crack, for T1 Flats before? Yeah. Yeah. The big crack, like that one down there, is like that big cracking uh, yeah. octopus coming out with yeah. the pier and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just cool. did. I just worked Sound on it with Hexer. another. Just worked on it with another artist. We literally Damn. just finished it like two weeks well, ago. I love your. I love your artwork. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. That's cool. seriously. Yeah, that's funny. It's a Pokestop now for yeah. Pokemon Go. Your yeah, really. your artwork seriously. It really? It's it's a picture. 
Dude, that's hilarious. Let, let me get your number and I'll screen I'll screenshot yeah, my awesome. Yeah, yeah that's, that's hilarious. Cool. All right. Anyways, I didn't mean to cut you off, but just you said two on a flats and I No, 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 you're good. So ones, um so. me and Sean have known each other for what, ten years? I've known him since he was basically prepubescent. Right. He was just this I saw li- you a ukulele. He was this little kid on a skateboard selling surfboards and um we connected and me and my wife actually had a duo. The name of the band was Bobbly. A mix between me and her's name. <laughs> so cringy. Why is cute? <laughs> it's not cute at all. It was just a horrible name. Um, she's an amazing singer. I, thankfully, because of music, I actually met my wife. I was working at a bar, and we met because we both started singing. She hit a little fifth harmony above me. Don't let me don't make a sidetrack, but hi, baby, I love you. I had to shout her out one time. We love um, you, too. So me and, Sean have known e- me and Sean have known each other for about 10 years, and uh, he was playing with with me and my wife for a while and i think they've known each other <clears throat> five years yeah i met him at carver bar oh cool mm-hmm. yeah yeah tell you what carver bars down here are pretty cool it's a nice uh nice sort of thing yeah, you know, if you don't want to drink almost you know, almost like popular. where our, our band pretty much started is yeah we're yeah, hanging band, out there yeah. right interesting yeah. so the band created, basically i play in a few i play in the island roots in like stewart and cool yeah yeah, yeah. yeah we stopped there palm and stuff we and stop by them when we come home from shows up north. We'll usually, like, if there's one near, we'll we'll cruise on by. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go in there. I go drinking a couple of years ago, and so, you know, it's something you can do. So you drink, you drink kava? Yeah, yeah. Dope. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. I mean, you know, not, like, compulsively, but, yeah, yeah. Gang, gang. It. it gives you something to do other than drinking, you know? Yeah, like that bar setting without... Yeah, without it's the, social setting. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, you know, that's one, one of the things, isn't it? That That's one of the things that you miss if you, if you don't drink. Is is just sitting around doing nothing with people, right? Know? Yeah, and like, which is fun. So yeah, yeah, that's what I like. Never had so much fun doing nothing. Yeah, <laughs> you'll get lost in a kava bar too, man. Three o'clock in the morning, I'm like it's three. Where am I? I know. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been to that one Oasis route in? Uh, yeah, we love yeah, that spot. That's, that's one of our favorites. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right around the corner from my house. So. Right, right, oh, right. really? Yeah. And Jim is a is a the man. He listens to this actually. Does he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, Jim? What's up, Jim? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll make sure Jim listens to this one so he can hear the shout out. Yeah, uh, he, he was actually the first person who told me about your band. Oh, really? He, really? Yeah, he said, "Oh, Tasty Vibrations were in like, and I was like, oh, yeah. who's that?" And he played me on the thing and everything. So Hell represent yeah. Jim. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! Exactly. Yeah, man. So, um, all right, that's cool. So, uh, when it comes to your style how did you how did you guys kind of decide on like was it just you you started jamming and this is what it became yeah pretty much it was definitely not a decision so we um the first like real big live show we had was the the movement show yeah we we opened up for the movement because um, we we know um what's his name from culture shock lanzo from culture Mm -hmm. shock and uh it was the first time i've ever played drums live i had I played like I said. Was, I played for a couple years. It was, it was, it was a catastrophe. We, we didn't have a bass. We didn't have a bass player. So when <laughs> I'm trying not to get off track again. So when we when we played that show, we were trying to be a reggae band, right? Yeah. And uh, some of our first originals were, were written. Well, some of the originals off of Caveman were written because we needed five songs original to be songs. Up. Yeah, yeah. But some of those songs became our songs, and then it slowly formed from like reggae to. Like a jam alternative rock. and then rock and then jam rock and now i like to tell people and this is actually kind of funny now that i think about it when we had that promotional video for stash remember my line the cringy line little bit of rock wait a wait, wait. little bit of reggae a little bit of jazz a little bit of funk but now we actually have kind of formed to like an eclectic clusterfuck and yeah listening to one of you guys' podcasts it's totally true to like it's good to not put yourself in a box of a genre and then we can fit in with different bills we've opened up for so many awesome bands because we don't really have filters slightly stupid i'm not gonna shout on name dropping now oh please uh, do that's what we're all doing here do it then we can tag them and the podcast gets bigger (laughs) (laughs) we got lucky with slightly stupid it was a it was it was a private private event man rymo that's rymo if you ever see this bro you might do you're talking about ice buckets five Five gallon ice buckets for the arms after shows. <laughs> yeah. Gotta keep these things. <laughs> yeah, now that's cool. Sounds like you've had a lot of great opportunities. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we've been lucky. How, like, how sure. did you? How did you fall on your feet? So, well, have you got? Is it just through friends and things like that? Like, yeah, basically. Word of mouth, kind word of, of mouth, and right. just a lot so of it's, emailing. It's the trickle. Right. It's the trickle effect. You yeah. know, the reason why we got certain gigs and especially 
opening up for National Axe and um, Riptide yeah. was just because we've played a gig. We played Guanabanas. Someone liked us at Guanabanas, the, the sound guy there, Mike, right? Mm-hmm. That and was Matt. Matt. Matt, yeah. And then he's like, Big put up us Matt. on that bill, and then we played like, one yeah, of Matt. the best shows we've ever played, one of the most exciting shows we've ever played, it, at least in my opinion, because of those. So it's, just a, it's the trickle effect. That's, that's the sure. reason why we've been lucky. Yeah. How often do you play at Guana? Well, like every two months or something like that. He yeah. has every two, three months, obviously, yeah. like once in a while. It's, it's hard about to be the regular. same with us, yeah. yeah. He, he does like a good rotation yeah. think, with a lot of bands, so yeah. it's not, like, he's not doing overkill, I feel like. Yeah. Absolutely. At the risk of um, you know, um, sort of other people sort of being a little noses put out of joint, I've got to say Matt's hands down the best booker around here. Oh, uh, dude, he's the He man. kills it. We, we, love, we, we love playing there, and he's, he's the man. We yeah. He's, he's so yeah. nice, too. He's like the nicest dude I actually think he's the second best this guy, he's the best booker in the okay. world. Okay. I actually was going to try to find a little way to ease this in. Yeah. This guy deserves all the recognition in the world. Without it, and you see Sean nodding right now. Without right. this guy, up until literally so close in the past that you can throw a rock to it, I officially took over social media. But this guy, social media, books all the gigs. We got to, I don't want to give away the, the tour because we'll talk about right. that. But he's booked every single spot on the tour 10 days booking the hotels he freaking talks to everybody I, i've been communicating with you through facebook for just the last day because i'm like yo let me let me let me get some of that responsibility but this guy does, number one awesome. booker matt number two bro stuff. sorry matt we're, this gonna, guy be, we're gonna be booking Thanks, a, uh, a probably about a 10 or 12 day uh tour in the summer so nice. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pick your brain a little bit about that yes. yeah, it's been a while since i've done something like yeah. that yeah that's why honestly it's my first time like booking a tour that's so awesome it's been, uh, no that's awesome and he's killing it bro he's almost all the dates are booked <clears throat> yeah one, one left one left i mean we're right there talking about it so why don't you tell us about it what's going on with this tour so we're gonna tour through florida pretty much uh in okay. march uh we're doing what jensen to <laughs> Thanks. Well, we're doing Jensen to Brendan, and then from Brendan to Jacksonville, and then we're going to Fort Walton, Gainesville, and then Tampa, St. Pete. Okay, nice. cool, nice Big circle. Yeah. yeah, that's it. And you know, I think it's it's quite smart. You know, just divide and conquer. Start small. We go do the Florida, and right. then kind of expand. Yeah. And it's also you know with the whole COVID thing going on, there's a lot of with the vaccine passports and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's kind of making it difficult. Florida, at least we know we don't have to worry about too much of that stuff. Because it's the sure. Wild West down here. Yeah, right? <laughs> we kind of just get to do whatever the fuck we want down here. So yeah, <laughs> pretty, we don't have to really worry about much. <laughs> a lot less, a lot less <laughs> rules. But I mean, it was it's, it's a good start for us. You know what I mean? Like doing it in the state and just because we've never been on tour yeah. tour, so to say. This is the first but time we we're doing a real run. Yeah, yeah. And we've done trips like New Orleans and stuff like that, and Panhandle. We've played gigs. But yeah, cool. This is the first. You went to New Orleans. That's cool. What were you doing yeah. there? We got asked to play a show from Oski from this guy down in Miami. He ended up bringing up like a handful of bands to New Orleans and having us play a show. At, like, he used to book uh, Churchill's or something. Didn't Still he? does. Yeah. Okay. okay. And he yeah. used to do Tobacco Road. Too I was in I uh, with, with uh, Justin, the man behind the curtain. Uh, right, he used on. to be in a uh, Nirvana tribute band. All right on. And uh, cool. and Oski, uh, uh, he booked us down there a couple right times. Right on. Yeah. yeah. He used to do that in Tobacco Road a lot too. Yeah. When it was still open. Yeah. It was right. A fun spot. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I love New Orleans. I once played uh, this huge crazy squatted like punk house in new orleans on like they were having some kind of festival there was like three or four floors each floor there was different bands on it was it's fucking madness wow. right? yeah, that's yeah. so great i, I want to so, experience that. the energy that the dope. energy was yeah. the energy there was fucking awesome yeah absolutely yeah i was <laughs> smells like crap <laughs> the day, i got this, this <laughs> funny story man and it's not even that uncommon for new orleans where the day before we got there the day before the gig and so we were just hanging around bourbon street like you do and um one of the bands there was this guy who, he, the guitarist, he, he was probably about 50. I mean, he, he looked at, he, God knows, he could have been 35. Because um, uh, he was, you know, re- living super hard. He was just playing and just railing lines of coke while he was playing. <laughs> <laughs> just right there, just stood right there. And then, uh, Fuck it. And then about halfway through the gig, um, this dude comes in. He hands him this huge wad of cash, gets handed this huge thing of coke, and it just keeps going. He keeps going. He's there. He's just all like, business. He, he yeah. just all like sweat, sweating and pallid <laughs> and like huge nostrils and coats out of his marbles. Wait, we're just talking like, about in New Orleans. Yeah, this just, doesn't. This isn't exciting <laughs> no, to me. If we're talking about New Orleans, that's like pretty. That's tame. just every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's but anyway, I've, that's never, I've never seen yeah. someone just so blatantly just. Yup, this, this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that me the other night at, really? at a bar down here. I was. I walked in the bathroom and I'm like peeing at the urinal and he walks in and he starts <laughs> peeing right and then he just pulls a bag out and just starts going 
Jeez. Oh, and I'm like, and I'm like peeing, and I walk over, and he finishes it, and he looks over at me mid piss, <laughs> and he's like, shh. <laughs> oh no, that's not the worst thing he could have done. Oh, it's like your secret's safe with me, bro. <laughs> Dude, you got the best nostrils for it, though. I mean, I'm not, I'm not promoting doing drugs. We don't do drugs. This band, this is a drug-free band, alcohol-free band. That's but, not I mean, true. <laughs> <laughs> the cameras can't zoom right true. now, unfortunately. But look at those. No- you're made for it, baby. Look at those flares. <laughs> Oh, that's great so um, yeah so the style just kind of happened when you guys started jamming together but mm. do you have a writing process uh, yes Somewhat. and no so like it's usually like the typical I feel like it's a typical thing where like one of us brings a riff and then we kind of just go from there right all of us work from it sometimes he writes you know do you ever do you ever like kind of studio write like do you ever record so we actually are just started doing that for the first time with a, a new song that we're working on shout at out to Nick moment. Nick, keyboard player. Keyboard player. Right. I was love, at his, love Potion uh, Studios. His, oh, oh, I know that guy. Hi, Nick. Hi, Nick. Yeah, okay. Love, po- yeah, cool. love Potion love Studios. Potions. Yeah, yeah. Let's we, plug it, let's plug it right now. Love yeah. Potion. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been a minute, though. It was at the Funky Buddha. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. He used to run sound there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. Cool, That's, dude, that's how I know you, Nick, if you, if, if you can't remember me. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that's cool. Okay, but, I didn't Yeah, know. we actually just started doing that process, though, where, like, we took a song idea to the studio and kind of just started laying tracks down and yeah. seeing where it goes from there. That's cool. Pretty cool. Which what is something he wanted to do. I'm having a little bit of a blank on um, the band that he was in. He was in the Funky Nuggets. That's it. I ca- I will, every time I try to think of the Funky Nuggets, all I can think of is a funky biscuit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right, 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 right. That's fair. Right. Now, because yeah. it's all like Boker and Funky. In the Funky Nuggets, Rocky was in that, wasn't it? He, he I, ended yeah, up he filling in bass for a bit. at okay. the very end. I, yeah. I just wanted to add Rocky to the mix since he's I been in every yeah, podcast. Rocky. <laughs> yeah. Shout can, out can to Rocky put, again. I really <laughs> wanted to be the first one. I was going to be like, I would be remiss if I didn't mention Rocky on this. I'm like, when are these guys not talking about Beach Rocky? Oh, what, a, what an awesome dude, though. Yeah. What I was looking for an in, man. There it was. I, yeah. I literally was waiting for it. I wanted to be the first one. But what's up, Rocky? Yeah, what, a, what a talented, awesome dude. Rocky, Ridiculously talented. As Rocky talented. would say, yeah. Rocky is the homie. He's a cool guy. The homie. The homie. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so... Uh, yeah, we were saying. So you've been writing at Love Potion. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. a great spot, and um, and I like I've heard things that have been recorded there, and they've been great. Yeah, no, Nick, really knows Nick, what he's doing. Nick, yeah, Nick knows what he knows his yeah. shit. He knows what he's doing over yeah, there. Yeah. He's a talented kid. And uh, like, there's been I've uh, looked through some of, uh, of the song folders, um, some of his logic folders, because uh, at one point, um, uh, Space Coast Ghost had recorded something there, and. Um, uh, they brought all the files over to my house, and me and Rocky were working on it. But I got to see like a lot of how he records, and it's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah he had all these interesting ideas for drums and guitars and stuff like that. You know, he was yeah. doing stuff over at Power Station Studios for a while too. Yeah, but mainly now. No name. Scar Band is a band that I, I I'm also in, and uh, we did some recording at Power Station. It's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, I love that spot. It's really, dope. Yeah. We, we we got fortunate. We actually won a. A ten-hour free session there nice. at Power Station. Yeah, during the we pandemic, we walked ten hours straight. How did you win that? Knocked out a it was whole. A, album. They did like a pandemic like uh, contest where there was like a video contest or no, whatever. The, f- it was. The, fir- okay. the first time we were there, first one was five hours, and that was with because the Copper Tones. Yeah, I the Copper Tones right. had a gig but that was the first at um, EP. a brewery EP. in Pompano. I'm blanking on the name of the brewery in Pompano, and I went 26? there and. No, it wasn't 26. I'm blanking out on the name. Oh, I know. What you're but I threw about. ten dollars in for raffle tickets. My ticket got chosen. So yeah. That so the first album was a, we got free five hours, and then the second album we got ten free hours. Been pretty wow. fortunate in the pandemic. So Damn. we just banged out. We banged <laughs> out two live albums. Seriously, man. you know, I, I just love the story of you guys as band because it just seems like there's been a lot of good fortune in a good way. It just no, yeah, we've been lucky as shit, man. Good energy, <laughs> yeah. hustle as well. I swear, yeah, it's yeah. not all just given to us. Yeah. Oh no, I get it. Yeah, yeah. it seems like it. You know, and the thing is, if you sort of grateful and and enjoying it then like yeah. you know what, well there's nothing wrong with a bit of good luck no, no that's no, the thing having you, fun you yeah. Guys, yeah i was gonna say you guys seem like you you guys all have fun you enjoy each other's company yeah. like you guys work well together you hang out you're all friends your buds or whatever and at the end of the day man good energy brings in good energy so no, I, sure. that's just all it is yeah, you know? we, have yeah. Of, we have a lot of good support to uh, yeah. our community pomp and fort lauderdale area yeah, yeah. we got a lot hey, of support we, from our people. We, yeah a lot of a lot of people enjoy us enjoy being around us and, yeah. and it, the feeling is mutual and that's we're, cool. we're grateful for that for sure. 
That's really nice. What's your schedule like? How often do you play? Every week. Every week. We usually do two a week at least. Two a week, right. At least two a week. Yeah, yeah. Three a week sometimes. And we're booked for like the next, what, seven months? Nah, until I think May. You guys guys play predominantly down south then or or all over? Throughout. Right now we mainly do like from Miami to like the Fort Pierce, Treasure Coast area. Are you doing all of those like Stuart around there gigs? Yeah, we do. Taco Tiki stuff like that? We're actually playing there Friday. Friday. Yeah, Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, um, we love Terra Fermata. Yeah, it's one of our. Does Ron book you, or are you booking it? Nah, uh, through Ron. Yeah, for yeah, the, yeah. For the taco. Yeah, TV. big up Ron. Ron books us too. Right on. Yeah. What up, dude? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and he's actually going to sponsor an episode. He, nice. I've known Ron for a long time, but nice. back in, when Kilbilly's first started, Ron still um, owned uh, Terra Fermata. Oh really? And um and we used to play there a lot. We were buzz. He's like jammed with us before and stuff oh, no like that back in the day. And and um when uh, Kilbilly's kind of turned in, kind of folded for a bit. When uh, um and then we came back. Ron's very kindly has had my back through the whole process of us coming nice. back. So, nice. Yeah, yeah. So he, you know, I own one. He's a good, good guy. Um, yeah. So uh, this is like the favorite question. That I have, I love asking it, and I'm going to ask you all one at a time. Do you practice? <laughs> <laughs> I knew the question was coming too. Like, yeah, yeah. I've Individually, it. yeah, yeah. I bring, I bring my uke literally everywhere. Oh, cool! Like everywhere. I used to do that. I had this eight string uke, and it, I, I literally wouldn't leave the house without it. Yeah. I used to love that thing. Then my friend Brett snapped it in half by accident. Yeah. <laughs> no. Shout out yeah, to I that bring it. I just it's so <laughs> tiny and easy to transport. I don't see yeah, why not. Exactly. Know? Yeah, yeah. It's I went I went through a period of time with a ukulele. Everybody I, I've got I've got like three of them at <laughs> home. Yeah. I went through a period of time like I, I traveled a lot for um for my art stuff, you know, doing mm-hmm. different different murals and places and doing some street paintings and chalk art and stuff. And I would travel all over the United States and I would always like you know, have my my bag of my supplies, and then my backpack. I'd have like this little this <laughs> little ukulele, like Hell tidy yeah. one, man. Yeah, man. I just bring it everywhere, and like during my breaks while I was you know doing my art thing, I just sit there and I'd have my drink with me and play my ukulele. Right. That's <laughs> awesome. it was hilarious. Not to get too off topic, but ha- did you do the one at Pompano, the big blue guy? No, 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 no. Um, so I have a friend of mine that. Uh, um, so the way the way Tijuana works is they have I think it's either three or four artists that are their yeah. go to artists. So a really good friend of mine that I met through um, through chalk paintings and three I, I do like three D street chalk art yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Dope. You so, did the, yeah. the Abbey Road one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Insane. Exactly. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. So <laughs> seriously. He, so my really friend good. my friend Nate actually is one of the resident artists I guess for um, Tijuana Flats. He's based okay. out of Chicago now, and um, and so I've I've assisted him on like I want to say like three of them now maybe three or four of them i can't remember exactly um and then this last one he designed it couldn't come down here so he hired a friend of ours jolene out of california she mm-hmm. flew in and then i came in and the two of us but knocked that one that's, out that's so, that's super dope yeah. I, what, yeah, are, what are the odds of that i feel like i deserve a raise at my day job for <laughs> right for <laughs> just tijuana flats right exactly. <laughs> so much. i think they should just sponsor the podcast but that's yeah just they me. that's True. just me have a word with them <laughs> <laughs> so have a portion of my income at the so very I mean. least they should supply us with tacos <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Can you imagine being called salads. Jolene? Someone at some point in every one of your days must go, Jolene, Jolene. Oh, like 100%. Every single percent. Jolene. 100%. I've probably done it to her. Yeah, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's be realistic. I know. Yeah. Oh, she just, hates it, so I don't even know Jolene. Yeah. She hates it. <laughs> she hates C- it. Certain people just have crosses to bear. My cross to bear is that I'm an Englishman that plays Irish music. Everyone asks, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, every, I, everyone, everyone asks me if I'm Irish when they meet me. And, um, every day. Every single day. Where are you from exactly? I was born in London. London. The, yeah. the best is when he gets asked what part of Ireland he's from, oh, and, he, and he answers back the English part. <laughs> I, have, I, have a, I have a Welsh friend, and he's 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 an awesome dude. So I, I, love, oh, the, cool. I love the English. Uh, yeah, Wales is. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. I love it the, English. the English. It is what it is. I, I would be remiss if I didn't do at least one <laughs> yeah. English have, accent. I'm sorry. How do you feel about bad, English? We have a bad reputation. <laughs> the, the way. The, <laughs> well, you're traditionally not too fond of the English, but it is what it is. How do you feel about um, Americans doing British accents in front of you? If I didn't like it, by now, I would be insane. <laughs> you wouldn't? <laughs> because it's every day. It's hours of every day. 
<laughs> no, shit, they only know certain things yeah, like yeah. in it and they're like you're like come on bro be more creative if you're gonna uh, yeah. no i don't pick care. at me it, it, you know p- people ask me that sometimes and i'm like well everyone just does it all the time people people attempt my accent e- everyone attempts my Sing- accent. singing with him and kill Billy's, man i find myself harmonizing with the british accent yeah, sometimes before i leave can we harmonize i want to do a british harmony it's just hilarious <laughs> it just happens the british harmonies that's a do we just become best friends and start a band? Yeah, I think so, yeah. British <laughs> Harmony. You're still doing backups. <laughs> I, w- I was a lead singer for a while, but I don't want to get off track of this question. I'm afraid for it <laughs> to come late. to me, but we'll, we'll get there. I can't even remember what the question was. The Do practice. you practice? Oh, that's it. Yeah, all right. So it's your turn. I, I should practice more. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I do practice at home, but not enough, I would say. Gotcha. But I do handle, it's, yeah. I think it's more because of handling like, bookings and stuff like that on my off time. That Yeah. yeah. If you're, so, um, it's guitar in it, so if you're, when you're practicing guitar, do you have, do you just play it or do you have anything that you like, do you have any drills? Anything no, I don't do drills or anything like that. It's more of just either me like sitting on the couch and just noodling around and just right. until I hear something that I like or find something that's catchy or whatever it is yeah, to sure. my ear. Or I'll sometimes like set up backing tracks or something like that. And oh, you just, do that? Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty that. good way to do it, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of the teachers I used to work with, uh, he'd always be playing to these weird like fifteen, sixteen time backing tracks. Like when I'd come <laughs> in, <and> he'd, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, it, uh, lots of things. Like you find things that are trying like maybe challenge your playing a little bit more. Something yeah. that's a little outside of the box compared to like what Tasty would play sometimes, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we have one song that isn't in four four, right? Yeah. Webbing post. It, what is it, like, six eight, seven eight? No, I think it's like eleven fifty eights. When we play that song, luckily I don't do many harmonies on that one. I'm just like one, two, and three, and four, one, and two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a four four guy. Come on, it pays the bills sometimes. You know? <laughs> the no one plays seven eights. Who plays seven eights? <laughs> Rush. Rush. That's Rush. It. There you go. Um, yeah. So, uh, what about you? Is he practice at home? <laughs> and he's left. <laughs> um, just had, just like Sean, just kit. like Sean, I kind of just you know carry Bring my, my drums. <laughs> no, so I so I had um I had an electric kit. I bought an electric kit. I actually sold it to my bass player. My bass player, our bass player, is uh learning drums. He's actually pretty good now. So your bass um, player practices. Yeah, he, he practices <laughs> the drums. Precisely. Unfortunately for me, I live in a one bedroom condo in this huge complex, uh, yeah. and the electric drums were doing it for me. But sometimes I just fall on hard times, and I just need it. boost but I mean I get a lot of inspiration from music that I listen to and every Wednesday when we do rehearsals and come up with new original ideas or new covers I consider just like a lot of musicians in in my situation I kind of consider practice on Wednesdays and then live shows to be practice because if you listen to videos of me on that first show I was telling you about the movement show I'm a completely different. I'm not trying to boast my own head up, yeah. but it's true. I'm a completely right. different. There is nothing like really? playing a million gigs to get good. For oh, sure. Dude, yeah. we've played what thousands. <laughs> so no, I have. I got. I got. I got hours. We're almost. Um, we're almost two thousand. Yeah. I, I got. That's I got some. Cool. I got some hours on me. Yeah, I kind of did the math a little bit. That's cool. I think like a year ago we were at like five hundred and fifty. But if I can no, round up that question that. to one word, so. if you really wanted me to, no. <laughs> you know what it's it's pretty rare that people say yes to that question yeah. i i have been practicing lately um just because it's part of a whole kind of like you know motivation thing to improve myself but yeah. but you know for years and years i didn't in my in my 30s i wasn't practicing barely at all yeah, but yeah. um these days i i try and get some practice in. Yeah. right now i'm practicing like crazy because i've got this looping competition coming up tomorrow so i was practicing all day i was practicing like 9 a.m that's a badass lineup too (laughs) what what, what setup do you have loot setup yeah i'm I'm using that boss rc 600 um which is the hand one right it's the foot one i didn't know that sorry it's the 300 300. i have ordered the 600 yeah it's the 300 you're right yeah um uh, yeah, it's the one with the three pedals. That's what I got. I got the same yeah, one. Yeah, rad. yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I might see you there, man. Seriously, I'm really intrigued by that. Yeah, I mean, Rick I'm not, awesome, I'm man. not like a, a genius at it. I'm just doing my best. But I've come up with a set that works. I'm you know? sure you'll do great, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Dope. Well, I've, I've certainly been practicing. 
you know, I'm so worried I'm getting in my head a little bit too much about it. You know, you can, sometimes you can practice too much. <laughs> Don't think know? about it too <laughs> much, bro. You're going to do, you're gonna do phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. One might say you're getting loopy about it. Uh, <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> you just got to strike fear into the competition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be a lot of loop puns tomorrow. Sorry. <laughs> no, that is all about it. The, the, th- the thing is that Rick, Ricky Bobby is so good at it. Yeah, no, he's not really. I think it's really just we're supporting him. I don't know. The thing is, <laughs> jo- jo- Joey's really good at it. Jacob's yeah. really good at it too. We were going to have Victoria Lee come and do it with us, but she's really good. She is she not? Is ill. So she's ah, good. brutal. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. Well, of I've seen her videos. Locally, I know that's really seen good. Seen her video. She's great. Her. Yeah, that, she's I thought really was going to be there. I'm, I'm blanking on it though. There's a violin chick that plays it twisted. I think she loops too. I Carl would be dope at that. The violin player Ooh. that played with oh, you know Carl. Yeah, you yeah, know Carl. Carl's a homie, he man. He was in Killbillies for a bit. He yeah. jammed. With he? Us I think, I think at, you mentioned that oh, one. Shit, I saw Carl today. Yeah, he's a good lad. Yeah. And I've done some of. He um, does work in rehabs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've done a bunch of that with him. Wow, oh, that's cool. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a good dude. Yeah. We've had a lot of people sit in with us randomly. I like Flint at Terra Fumata, We I always try to get people to come up, like especially if it's like a wind instrument or like a violin. Some dude and the the effects he puts on that thing, bro. Yeah, I ripped. was getting, I get hyped. You know when you hear a new instrument, you bring someone on, it's a new sound. You don't hear this song like that. I was just like, and you know me, I was get, I was like, no. I'll keep playing. He turns the band into like a different thing. It's yeah. like it's, so good, man. It, it's like it's sometimes I feel like with Carl. And you know, and I love the guys. Death. I play with them all the time. But it's like, if you're playing with Carl, you're essentially supporting Carl. But he takes the, the whole thing because it's he's so it's, it's sounds talented, so awesome. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he sounds so arresting. Right. That, you know, the rest of the band just starts to just kind of support what you he's sound doing, like. You're yeah. a backing track for the dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I totally, I totally got that feeling, and I was so happy to be the back track. For yeah. Him. Well, that's like, it. I mean, I don't mean it in a bad way at all. Yeah. yeah. It was one of the hardest stank faces I've had yeah. with, <laughs> with a person coming in and. And jamming with have you heard like, him do his uh, national anthem? No, I haven't. That's not. wild. That's wild. It's better than Jimi Hendrix. I'm sure he's Whoa. got it on YouTube somewhere <laughs> or Facebook. He's got it somewhere. Right? Yeah, it'll be around there somewhere. Yeah. yeah, it's it's sick, man. He was on here actually about a month ago. I know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I keep level eleven out of ten. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty amazing. So Bobby's was. You've been listening to the episodes. I like to, I like to do my I like to do my homework. I, and on, honestly, I kind of like to. Obviously, I want the conversations to be organic, and I didn't write any answers down for anything I was to say. But I like to kind of say how to name my. Li- I want to listen to your guys. Into. I want to yeah. listen to your guys' music. Get a get a feel for your guys' vibe. I wanted to watch. Actually, listen to the first one on Spotify, and then I realized it was a YouTube. So then I watched. I, I'd say about 80% of them. The only one I didn't watch is Sierra Lane because it's right. all at the bottom. I started from the top and I've been working yeah. way down. Reggae Lou, I saw. Yeah, if you get a chance to listen to Sierra Lane's one, you should because she is um, so smart. Yeah, for her age. For sure. She just really knows what she's doing. We, we know her, and that's another yeah, musician who has party. stepped in with us and played. We play uh, Red Bone by Childish Gambino, and she'll come. We used to play Johnny Brown's and sing. And that's not Bela. even her key either. Yeah. It's not even her key. She's like, that's like two steps higher than I normally play, but she's also yeah. extreme. Yeah. We just played a festival with her. The New Moon, New Moon, Moon Fest at Terra Yeah, yeah great. Yeah, we headlined that. We should get our she album release party with us, too. Yes. She's going to do the, uh, the 561 Music, music Fest. Yeah. Nice. Sick. Yeah. Nice. What a talent, man. Yeah. And her friend, Allegra, is absolutely yeah. scary as, as well, man. She's insane. I just think it's a really interesting time for music down here. You know, we, it goes through different phases. You know, I, when I first moved here, the phase was the, like, swamp punk kind of everyman kind of um, uh, phase, you know, propaganda kind of um, like folk punk bands you know Howling Winds and people like that and and Loxhatchee Sinners Union and all those kind of bands that's what I came into I thought that was like what it's like all the time down here because that's what I first walked into but it was really just a kind of like a scene just happened you know what I mean and and it's pretty much gone now you know, but it was cool though. I loved all that stuff. And Kilbillies used to do a lot of those gigs at Propaganda with all those kind of folk punk, kind of gypsy punk, swamp punk type bands. Right on. Yeah, yeah. So many punks. Mad punks. A lot of different types of punk. <laughs> Can you name more? <laughs> it's like a. That's like a gazillion. Forrest Gump when he's of... scrubbing the floor. Shrimp gumbo. And that's about all the punks I know. Well, I feel like I feel like from the nineties on, that's kind of what happened to punk. Is it like it's just there's just been like different types of it, some right. genres of every genre. It's like metal. Yeah, yeah. You get all types of metal. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, I remember when um, Doggo Bordello came out. I remember our manager at the time gave us a gave us that CD. And yeah, and that just caused a big ass wave of bands. You know, those right. guys just changed the changed the scene. Uh, um, yeah, cool. So, uh, what have you got coming up? Are you are you doing any recording? Are you what? Are you, you've got this tour, haven't you? That you're going to yeah. go on. Um, anything that you want to talk about? You got coming up? When is that tour? Uh, March, I think it's like what March, like seventeenth, twenty eighth. Yeah, the official announcement of our yeah. tour. Yeah, that's the first time I'm actually announcing. Five six one music. <laughs> oh, cool. There you go. So you're yeah. leaving on exclusive. tour on St. Patrick's Day. That's pretty uh, I think cool. the I think the day after. I think it's the eighteenth. Okay. okay. Technically, you, our first show is the eighteenth. Are you playing on St. Patrick's Day? I don't think so. I think St. Patrick's Day is a Thursday. It is, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Unless you want to do a duo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we have a lot yeah. in the works. We have the tour. We got, uh, yeah, like I said, shows every weekend. If you follow us on Facebook and Instagram and all the social medias, you'll see everywhere we play for that week. Um, we're, we're working on new music. Yeah, we got a couple yeah. songs that we're working on. Like yeah. one we have studio two new songs. songs yeah. <laughs> two new songs down, and then we have one being worked on in the studio and like probably like three or four. So another, e- so another album in like what? Like next year or something like that. Yeah, neat man. I just think your whole vibe is great, you know, and, and, and it's just so nice to have you on. And you're all such lovely guys. I think it's probably about time you played us some music. So yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Sweet. Right, let's, let's do, do it. it. This one's called the funk. I've been thinking about you lately on the day that you've been running through my mind and never running at a time. So, baby, let me slide by your side so we can bottle to the late night. Take flight, tell me that it ain't right. What you got, you gotta let me see. You gotta give it up, you gotta set it free. Let me see what to do about you. Ever since I take a song so closer to you, I'm singing all night long. I've been running to you, but I've been coming to you, baby. Just let me in. you go now baby we can take a trip baby we can take it slow now i know i'll take my time on no cause you know i got control now baby all i'm trying to do is see what you got that i don't know singing like all night long i've been running to you i've been coming to you baby just let me And every minute, every second is a lesson on the flexionless love and misdirection. I'm a fool, baby, but what you expect? If you're to pay attention to the people that you caress, cause the times and mood is right uh, and you think you have control. So remember this tonight. Once you got the funk, you can't let it go. All night long, I've been running to you, I've been coming to you, baby. Just let me in. Running to you, I've been coming to you, baby. Just let me hit all night long. I've been running to you, I've been coming to you, baby. Just let me.
This one's called Miss Atlantic. <laughs> Get serious, bro. Come on. This episode is brought to you by Handlebars Bar and Grill. Um, it's a family-run bike bar in uh, Tequesta, Florida, which is right just on the top. Um, if you're driving through Jupiter on US 1, um, 
if you're heading north on US 1, you get through Jupiter and then uh, you meet, go into Tequesta, which is a small town. And um, it's just sitting right there on the right-hand side of the road. It's a, it's a cool place. My father-in-law reopened it. It used to be called Judy's. And uh, he's made it family-friendly. And the food is good in there. The beer is great. Um, you know, it's a lovely place to go and chill out. We have music there. We do a bike night every second Thursday of the month. And uh, the one coming up on the 13th is um, the Moonshiners, which will be fun. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, it's the fellas from Spread the Dub. So um, if you're in Jupiter, Tequester area, and you're a Spread the Dub fan, come and watch them play Outlaw Country uh, as the Moonshiners up at Handlebars on the second Thursday of January. So it's next week. Is it is it all the guys from Spread the Dub? Or is it it's, It dep- depends. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it it gotcha. can be. Um, and uh, I think also Mike McCleary plays with them sometimes. Okay. Nice, uh, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's going to be fun. And uh, we also do a jam on the fourth Sunday of every month. So that's just me. Um, I just go up there, settle my instruments up and hang out. And anyone who wants to come and jam can come and jam. We've had a bunch of people coming, actually. Um, we had uh, some some people that I used to teach over at School of Rock come over. That was really fun. And... Uh, uh, Jerry, you know, uh, oh yeah. yeah, Jerry Axelrod came over last week, and um, had, uh, the guys from the Moon, Moon Man. Man, yeah, they've yeah. been there a few times now. Yeah, so uh, it's been it's been really fun. I didn't know what it was going to be like. I thought maybe I'd be sitting there on my own, but no, it's been cool. Those people are coming and hanging out and playing. So. Nice. Yeah, you guys should uh, come and check out Handlebars Bar and Grill. All right, what have we got? Uh, our other sponsor today is uh, Harmony Management Group, and uh, that's our good friend Mary over there. She uh, basically, if you're uh, you know if you're overwhelmed and you've got a home office or a business, um, uh, Mary can come in and, and help with anything from little stuff like filing and things like that to uh, you know even just a few hours a week for basic help, or she can come in and do full service business offer stuff. Um, she can do bookkeeping and payroll and tax service and data entry, scheduling, invoicing, and, and you know all sorts of stuff like that. And she's she's done a bunch of stuff for us for Killbilly, so she's she's definitely uh, good people and knows what she's doing and and does a uh, does a lot of stuff uh, you know for for the music industry as well you know for for different musicians. Yeah. And things, so yeah, she's been helping us with the back end of sorting out the our five six one music festival just today. Yeah, actually, just today she. Yeah, as soon as we we made an announcement that we're sorting out some stuff, she immediately reached out and said, "I can help." So, yeah. so and uh, and we will probably take her up on that. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. Um, yeah, so definitely reach out to her. Um, you know, she's got a really good understanding of the music business, the art business. Um, you know, she can uh, uh, have specific plans. You know, tailor plans for your business. Um, you know, don't stress out. If you got a, a business that you need some help with or whatever, just hit Mary up and, and she can yeah, definitely totally. definitely take care of that for you. And you can reach her at 561-420-5652. Um, tell her Ben and Hector sent you and uh, you know let her put a little zen back in your life. Absolutely. Without breaking accountant-client privilege, I don't think that's necessarily a thing, but I'm sure. just going with it. Um, there's a, a, a couple of uh, our musician friends have, have recently started using our services, and they've been very happy. So, uh, yeah. you know, if you're out there and you need someone to uh, tidy your books up or, or really, honestly, a- anything office-related, uh, you should get in touch with them. Yeah, for sure. Um, those songs are great, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. it. Can you tell us a little bit about them? Is there um, like l- lyrical content and such? Um, the first one's a, it's really <laughs> well, staring a, at you the, intently. The, no, because there's a it's it's the first it's, it's one's an a secret joke. actually. Yeah, it's, it's oh, like wow. a, a pacted secret. I love that. Yeah. It's called yeah. the, it's called the funk. It's called and, the uh, funk. And if you go back and listen to it, if you really like tone in on the on the verses, I think you'll kind of get what it's about. Yeah. But we don't tell anybody. Adrenochrome, right? Hey, it's up to interpretation but there's, there's there's a meaning to it and okay. when when sean brought the song to us um i just love the idea of writing a song about <laughs> this topic and it's kind of killing me that i can't tell you guys because now i feel like it's going to be more intriguing that but um super intriguing really get, really <laughs> give it a, a really give it a, we, we, we're in contact so i mean if you listen to it and if you want to reach out to the page and be like hey you. i think it's about this if you get it right can we tell yeah. If you get it right, we'll tell you what it's about. But okay, amazing. and then we're going to take it to our graves. Then you take it to your graves. Then, oh, right? yeah, we'll yeah. have to. Yeah. 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 I don't want to say Sign it. Sign a non-disclosure I'm okay at that I don't want to say I'm going to kill anybody, but <laughs> if, you know, if you tell anybody. 
Okay, yeah. And then the right. second the second song is called Miss Atlantic, and that's uh, inspired by one of my friends had um, he passed away at 22, and on a card on a, at his funeral, he actually wrote a poem called Miss Atlantic. And that was about surfing. We all grew up surfing. Sure. So the song Miss Atlantic is actually about drowning. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. It's it's really about the ocean, you know, and, yeah. and, and the, our love for the ocean. Sure. But, yeah, that's where that was inspired from. That's and cool. And you could hear it in, in the lyrics if you pay attention to that, yeah. to the lyrics. Yeah. And I feel like some of the, you know, the more uh, kind of sensitive and aware people that I've met down here definitely have – a relationship with the ocean because it's something it's it you know it's one of the things about florida that is just so unique and wonderful you know? oh yeah so, yeah it's, it's a huge makes part it. of our life yeah exactly you know fishing mm. surfing just the beach in general boy. You know? exactly yeah yeah <laughs> no, that's cool I'm a peninsula no. boy no <laughs> <laughs> what did you no. say i'm a peninsula <laughs> boy no. <laughs> no peninsula boy why do we do that to because max hates it Yes, I'm a. I'm gonna cut that little bit out and put it on TikTok. I'm a peninsula yeah. boy. Uh, keep keep editing it then. We're I'm a peninsula boy. I'm a peninsula boy. Yes, we some peninsula boy. This is gonna Kill get boy. <laughs> Staring at the sun. All right, okay, that's, that's enough, enough of that. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, that is enough of that, isn't cut. it? I don't yeah. know. That's enough when it started. <laughs> Sorry, man. It's okay. I'm just going to have to beat you to death. <laughs> I, I would, too. I feel, like beating, I feel like beating myself up right now, to be honest. I started it. So, um, yeah, yeah we, got, we got you to um, take a picture of your pedal board, didn't we? Should we take a look at that? Sure. Voila. Let's take a look at this bad boy. Can you tell us a little bit about it? It's a pretty simple setup, to be honest with you. Uh, far right standard tuner pedal. Uh, yeah. The uh, Vox Clyde McCoy wall. So, do you have, um, in terms of Vox, is, is do you have it because you ended up with it, or because you prefer it to a Crybaby? I baby? prefer it. Okay, yeah, I, I have gone through probably like five Crybabies right. over the years, where like they just break on me. Whether yeah. it's because I stomp on them too hard or whatever it is. Sure, that one's lasted forever. It's also technically like Vox is like the first wall pedal. Yeah, so they have like I don't know to me like that classic like Hendrix tone. You know what I mean? That he would use. I just like the fact that it doesn't. It's not quite as wide, right? It's, it's, it's got to be tight. Yeah, it's got like a tight. It's fun, very funky, you know. Yeah, yeah, so, totally. Yeah. The Morley's super old. I've had that probably for like ten years. So that's just like regular volume pedal. Okay. Yeah, like, uh, with then a compressor by Boss. What do you use the compressor for? Like, um, kind of like boost, like clean tones for like solos and stuff. Like when I solo in like clean tones. Yeah, I'm like for him to say to compress. Yeah, to, <laughs> compare, <laughs> to, to compress. No, I, I don't know, like solos that are like more on the cleaner side. I'll use that to kind of boost, you yeah. know, boost it up. Yeah. Tube Screamer, which is quintessential. Absolutely, I've got one on my board. Yeah. I think, I don't know if we've had someone in here who hasn't had it. Yeah, no, like, it's, it is. It's, <laughs> that's, it is. It's yeah. the industry standard, you know? Yeah, it's like the SM58. Of exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, what the other ones? Yeah, what's that little brown guy? That's the Anderson or Andertone, I think it's called. Turd. Yeah, it's the uh, <laughs> what is it called? It's the whiskey. It's the whiskey something. I forget okay. what it's called. I I bought it once. It's a distortion pedal. Oh, I cool. honestly I don't I don't use it often. I right. keep it there just in case. So when you need wrong. to go to eleven. Yeah, pretty much. Gotcha. That uh, I have the Viscous Vibe by TC Helicon. Right. That's kind of like their. Uh, oh, that's by TC Helicon. Yeah, it's oh. their uh, Univibe pedal. So oh, right. it's Cool, very like Dave Gilmore-y, like Hendrix-y, oh, very cool. like wet. Yeah, like yeah, it's cool. It's got like one of those things where like, you can like download an app on your phone too. Really? Like, yeah, you, like download the app and it sends like a literally sounds like a dial-up tone. It looks oh, so. You put analog. the dial, like, put the tone onto your pickup and it reads into the pickups into the pedal and then like downloads a preset straight to what? it. What? Yeah, it's, so, it's, it looks that's so definitely the fanciest tech. pedal I have. Yeah, no, it, it looks so basic. It's it, hard it, to believe it's got like an app and it, everything. It's got three switch tones from where you can do a tremolo It does to, that like sort of spectrum like Yeah, I mean, it's super annoying I could show you but it's that's, that's cool it literally that. sounds like a dial-up tone that you put up to your, your pickup. Oh my I don't, God. I don't use it often My nerd radar is going crazy right now. Yeah. TC Helicon does some really cool shit and most of the pedals do that now. So. Yeah, I've got um, the one for the voice, you know, with the harmonizer. Right, right. How is that? I've been thinking about getting that. It's pretty good, but it's not particularly hard wearing. Now you gotta understand that I wear my 
gear real hard. Yeah. So maybe it is. I'm not sure. But oh, like, I'd be, it's I'd be my shit at death. You don't want me harmonizing with you anymore? You want a harmony pedal? Do perfect five of you harmonies. I get it. Every now and again, I'll bring that thing out with the band, like different iterations of Kill Blizzard brought it out, and every time after like about half an hour, they're like, "Shut that thing off." The harmonies are so good. Sometimes you need to go flat a little bit when you do your harmonies. Well, it does definitely sound real. And if other people are trying to sing along with it, sounds it sounds really awkward. Yeah, yeah. What's the little green guy at the end? It's the carbon copy delay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You know, it's very simple delay. It's nothing super fancy, which is kind of what I like about it. Yeah. I just got a DD7, which can do a couple of fancy things, but it's not that fancy. I almost bought that. That was going to be the second choice. I ended up liking that one. It was a little less complicated, I felt like. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. Three three knobs. (laughs) You can't go wrong, you know? I hear you. I would almost rather have like a bunch of simple delays than one that can do loads of stuff yeah i agree i agree <laughs> I, I, a little button. more control and just one button could set mm-hmm. it up how you want you yeah know? exactly but all right um so uh what we do at the end is we just talk about what everyone's gigs are coming up you know what what have you got on the on the cards for this weekend oh. we got taco tiki and chops and hops Taco Tiki, right. cool. Chops and Hops this Taco weekend for Friday. Him. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Friday and then what Chops and Hops Saturday. Uh, I think so. Seven to ten. Seven to ten or eight to eleven. Good crowd there. Yeah, yeah it's a fun spot to play. Yeah, it's cool, man. I like I like playing there. It's it's like it just goes off sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And do you get that awesome dude who like break dances? Dude. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. I was so one time we were playing there and, uh, and he, there was the guy who always break dances and then there was this other guy <laughs> who was just doing <laughs> yeah. the weirdest dancing. That guy that was that That's was the that, guy yeah. with the cloud pants, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, that guy's <laughs> <is> amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> another cool another cool thing about that spot is um I have this thing and the guys know this that every time we come to a new spot, I always kind of have this like already i'm prejudging i'm wondering is it going to be good is it going to be bad I, sure. i'm always like that in my head you know is this is this going to be a, and when i got there and much to my I, it wasn't what i thought it was going to be i was like oh it's going to be just a, a bar gig restaurant and then the first time we played That's there was slammed. one of the one of the like the first couple weeks that nick started playing with us and he had this guitar Right, and it was it's actually Ricky Bobby's. He took it back, unfortunately. Damn you, Ricky Bobby! That show, that show, he has a key song. That show turned out to be so dope. The guitar player from Perpetual Groove was there, and it just turned out to be just a party. Nick's jumping in the middle of the crowd with his guitar and just going off. And I really top ten places to play for sure. Yeah, man, that's a fun spot. Yeah, it's killer. So, um, all right, we you only play ten places then. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> the second one for Hector over there. I, yeah. I, I, I say that because I started. I, I I wasn't a stand-up bass player when I started playing with Killbillies, and um, and uh, I, I was just playing regular bass and whatever. Mm. And went out and bought a stand-up bass, and the uh, the guy I bought it from actually said to me, um, you know, I played a couple notes, and he's like, "Dude, you're natural." He's like, "He's like, you are definitely one of the top ten stand-up bass players in South <laughs> Florida." Oh, and I was like, I, 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 my first initial reaction was like, "Damn, that's awesome!" And then he starts laughing. He's like, "There's only like seven of them." <laughs> <laughs> I, only know, I only know two now. Yeah, yeah. I know Dylan, Dylan, yeah, yeah. Dylan, I only know Dylan. So I'm now. definitely top two then. Oh, definitely. You're, de- you're definitely second because I haven't heard you got, of him. You got <laughs> s- At least top three. Don't forget Steve Satch. He's brutal. You know that guy? He's ridiculous. No, he good. plays with Slip, um, you know, Slip Mahoney, Slip in the spin outs. I've heard of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I haven't seen he, them, but I've heard of them. If you want to hear someone really slap, slap on that thing, he's, yeah. he's brutal. He's like really? a proper yeah. rockabilly player. Oh, yeah. yeah. He oh, might be the only Psycho Bill. Yeah. Yeah, he's sick. Yeah. He's really, really good. But yeah, we got. So coming up with. Um, it's going to be after it happens now, but uh, we, we're doing the five six one music and roots music uh, loop. loop. There it is. <laughs> hey, loop, <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> loop challenge. Yeah, we're doing that um, tomorrow um, from nine to eleven. That's going to be fun. Um, and then on Friday we're playing at a place called Lightseas. Have you ever played at Lightseas in Okeechobee? Oh, yeah. No, don't know that one. Yeah, it's right out in Okeechobee. We we don't often play in Okeechobee. We have done once or twice before. But I'm really hoping this place works out. They've been trying to get us in there for a while now. So. Nice. Hook yeah. us up, bro. <laughs> think it'll be fun. And then we got, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Fucking hook you guy. up. Um, and then uh, Saturday, uh, James and I are playing at Square Grouper. Yep. Nice. And uh, from three to six, if anyone wants to, a little bit of afternoon uh, 
Kill Billy's action. And then duo action. And then on Sunday, I'm playing on my own at Twisted Tuna in Stewart. Nice. It's a fun spot. Yeah. Bobby loves that spot. Oh, my goodness. Please. I get seasick so fast. First time we played there, luckily my drums were in the back the whole time playing, and I'm trying to do my harmonies. I'm trying to play. I've never played there. It's on a boat. It's, it's on a barge. It's, it's on a barge. Oh, I didn't even Dude. know that. Yeah, it's like a floating barge that you like sit and play on. Uh, people told me about it a bunch. I've never been there. Man. It, it's not as bad as he's no, it's, it's, I think it's sick. For yeah, me, okay. I can't sit on a, I can't it rock, sit on a standing a boat a without bit, wanting huh? to throw up. I've got a good story about that. So one time, we played on, on, on a cruise ship, but I use the word cruise ship like loosely. It was it was like a big ferry. <laughs> we were going from Miami to uh, um, the Bahamas, and the thing was just like this because it was all a very big boat, and we were all playing there, and we have to play drums with our feet, right? So, so I was only standing on one foot, trying to stand on a boat that was just rocking right. like forty five degree angles, uh, <laughs> and, and at the time as well, maddening. we were no strangers to drinking either. We were all wasted, <laughs> like try, try, trying to stand on one foot in this rocking boat. Oh my god, it's the weirdest gig ever. You'll but, enjoy it though. It's it's a it's a fun it's a fun it's a cool spot. spot. Yeah, that's cool. And I'm going to be freshly primed from the yeah. looping. Thing, yeah, so are we ready. There <laughs> we go. Dope. Well, th- thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, um, yeah man. Yeah, thanks for having know, us. If, if you haven't heard Tasty Vibrations, well, I guess you have now. You've heard the podcast. You've heard them play acoustic. But if you want to hear them plugged in, um, they're playing all the time, uh, all around town. So uh, get out and see them. And thank you so much for coming. Guys. Thank, thank you for having us. Thanks, guys. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. It was a lot of fun. Cheers. See Sweet. You.